and welcome to my Xbox and Me, episode 223. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only, Two Fresh, Crash. Crash, how you doing? I'm doing good. Ah, oh, what's wrong now? You told me not to talk during the intro. I don't know when the intro ends. The intro's over now. Okay. The intro part of the front, now. so I don't have to edit it all and stuff. Oh, okay. Stop acting like you don't know this stuff, all right? I don't know this stuff. Quick question, I'm Chris. Very new to the, okay. Is ask it, me. Is Go it, ahead. Is it true? And you have to answer the question truthfully. Okay. Is it true that you said that you would rather have the coronavirus instead of doing this podcast? No. Not at all. Guys? I don't even know what the coronavirus is. Guys, is that what you trigger corona? Guys. I've never ha- I've never been a fan of corona, so I wouldn't get that virus. Guys. I promise you, Chris said. Before we okay. started, I'm just that, okay. This is his exact words. Can, can I put something his... out there? Go on then. Can I put something out there? Go on then. Fix is now desperately trying to get me off the podcast. Oh! He wasn't going to have me here today, but Zyger said, "Yo, I can't make him." He's like, "I got to bring Crush in, but I got to set the people up ready so they're ready when he's not showing up." Crush said he'd rather get the coronavirus, so I think he's off trying to catch it or something. Are you actually trying to play me like that? You're actually trying, trying to play me. Damn, we'll Zyga right. was meant to be on this week's episode. You are correct. But he's sick, so he can't make it. So get well soon, Zyga. Uh, or rest in peace, either way. Um, but did you not say that you'd rather have the coronavirus than do this podcast? No. You did. You're such a liar. No. You're such a liar. And I- if I did, and you asked me if you could say it on the podcast, I would have responded that I would never admit to it. If it happened. If did. it happened. If it happened, got you. I like that. That makes sense. That makes sense. What you been up to? What you, you been playing video games? You been you been all right? What's what's the plan? What's been what's happening? Video game. I've been I've been I've been doing things. Um. Have you missed me? There's not a day go- that goes by where my heart doesn't ache when I don't see you, Fix. I mean, that might be the most touching thing you've ever said to me. It's also a lie. Oh, oh! Now you, now, now you decide to start lying and t- telling people you lie. Interesting, interesting. Um, again, I just want to have a quickly, just while I've got the time to, uh, thank you to every single person who's reached out to me, uh, either publicly or privately. Uh, my mum has uh, now been through her operation for cancer. She has had one of her breasts removed. Um, she's on the recovery. She's doing really well, like really, really, really well. Way better than. I ever expected way better than um, I thought. There's still a long road ahead of us. Don't get me wrong. She's still got to go for um, another operation. And obviously, we've got checkups every year. And we've got to check the, is it the lymphonome, the lymph glands in your armpit? She's got that test to come up. Um, but she's doing really well. So just thank you, everyone that's reached out um, publicly or privately. I've had private messages. I've had public messages. I haven't responded to them all just because just because she's doing well i'm still not doing great <laughs> right <laughs> over it all but um, thank you i do see them so thank you thank you thank you i do appreciate it um crush this is my xbox and me our weekly xbox show uh you can get it live you can get it early sorry on patreon.com slash mc fixer it is what keeps the lights on it is what it keeps me going it is what makes this show happen it's what gives us www.myxboxandme.com it's what allows people like zygar and nelson and not you me and you don't really write on there 
if we're being honest. That's not really our forte. Yeah, no. 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 I think people, I think even the writers were expecting me to write on there. And I'm like, you realize I'm dyslexic? That's not happening. All right. Yeah, dyslexic. That's, yeah. that's, that's not happening. That's, that's not happening. You have a pretty good excuse. What's your excuse? Moving on. I got uh, <laughs> Well, I had a pretty good excuse to fix. Didn't cut me off. Find out next week. You have to tune in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are some new articles up right now. There is uh, the... What's the Kingdom Hearts DLC? What's it called? Uh, Remind. Remind is Kingdom up. Hearts 3 yes. Remind, yeah. We do know that that isn't currently out on Xbox. Um, so it was reviewed on a PS4 unit. We were re-reviewing it on an Xbox unit. Um, but we thought it was important to get that up just because in a timely manner, it will be coming to Xbox. So go check out that article. If not... Zyger does some weekly stuff on the news and stuff. Go check out the website. We had a big spike when we announced it. And obviously, there was a big drop-off. And it's our job now to keep the content coming. And we will. I think we've got a meeting this week about... I, I want to sort of give people some more job roles um, and stuff like that. So, we're figuring it out. I just want people to bear with us and go check it out if you haven't already. Check out the desktop yeah. version. It looks way better than the mobile version. Not that I don't like the mobile version. It's just I like the desktop version more. Just saying. Just saying. Everybody has opinions. Would you prefer the desktop version? I mean, the mobile version? Yeah. Both of them are great. You've not even looked. I prefer whichever one you don't prefer. I've seen... What do you mean I haven't looked? I don't know. I don't trust you. Why? What do you mean I haven't looked? I don't know. <laughs> Something tells me. Of course I've looked. Okay, fine. Fine. Uh, remember, uh, also, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash me is where this video goes up now. Um, if you've not subscribed to that channel, please do. Me and Koresh are still doing video ideas. There's stuff. I've been, again, I've been busy with my mum, so we've not been able to be as on top of things as I would like. But a lot of games are coming out now, so we will be back on top of it. I promise you that. And last but not least, I want to give a shout out to one special person for this. Okay. Because... What did we say last week, Crush? I don't remember. Rate us on iTunes, everybody. It helps oh, someone us rated us? So, we went from 49 okay. to 52, I believe, yeah? But okay. the person I want to shout out is Little Smitty. Because okay. that man clearly stole his wife's phone and wrote up <laughs> a whole review from her. <laughs> acting like it was her from her phone. And I love it. Oh, respect like i told you guys go steal your mom's phone go steal your dad's phone go steal your nan's phone go steal your grandma's your brother's ipad logged into your nan's cousin's uncle's account and review the podcast please and if you're yeah. not on, if you're not on apple then then make an account and log in on the website and review please crush have you done it yet Absolutely. i know for a fact your mom has an iphone my mom? Yes. No, you she's told Android. Me. You told me she she's has an Android. Android. No, you're a no. liar. No, she's Android, bro. No, you're a liar, bro. I don't respect it. She's I got don't... that pixel. You're a liar. She's got the pixel, bro. You're a liar. You want me to go get her? She no, can tell you no, she's no, got I the don't pixel. Want her on this show. She might be enough. Can you speak Albanian? You might not be able to get through to her. <laughs> um, I'll get, I've got Google Translate. I'll be fine. I got it. Uh, no Patreon producer this month, but if you do want to become one, again, patreon.com slash mcfixer. Spare a few bucks for your boy. But topic of the show, Crash. We delayed the show one day and we get some big news, mate. Big, big news. We delayed it because we knew this news was coming We had out. the inside scoop. I didn't I'm want to break correct. the story. I didn't want to break exactly. it. You know, it was like, yeah. it you know, Rockstar, are they really Xbox related? Small plate. You know, Ex I was like, not worth yeah. it. Not worth it. Yeah. Um, but the big story is Rockstar Games boss Dan Hauser is leaving. Uh, the GTA and Red Dead developer has now, it will be leaving, sorry, um, 
Rockstar Games. Dan Hauser, the vice president of creative at Rockstar Games, a developer of GTA, um, Red Dead Redemption, Bully, Smugglers Run, plenty more games I could go on, um, is leaving the company. The news was shared by uh, Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two, in a SEC filing, which comes just two days before Take-Two delivers its earning report. A brief statement reveals Hauser has been on an extended break uh, beginning last spring, and that March 11th, 2020 will be his final day with the studio. Quote, We're extremely grateful for his contributions. Rockstar Games has built some of the most critical, acclaimed, and commercially successful games. uh, Games. A global community and passionate fans and an incredible talented team which remains focused on current and future projects. Said Take Two. Crash. So, what we know so far is Dan is leaving, but his brother is staying. Obviously, they both founded the company together. Um, his brother is still staying on um, in his job role currently and working with the teams on, we assume, GTA 6 and everything else that's in development. Yes. But Dan was the writer. Dan was the one that did the writing on all of the games that I listed. Um, Red Dead, GTA, Red did Dead Did he do 2. all the GTAs? I, uh, I know he did GTA 5. Sorry, okay, maybe I may have misspoken then. Um, but yeah, it... He was a, cru- a crux of he was, uh, yeah, what a Rockstar part of is. Yeah. How does that, before we get into the nitty gritty stuff, how does that make you feel on that level for the next Rockstar game that comes? Like, um, I, like, I don't know, because I don't know how much of it was just him and maybe the conversations he had with his team. Because, oh, it could be like he penned the story, yeah. but the story was laid out like, with him and his brother or him and the whole team where it wasn't just him and he just wrote dialogue and where the story goes exactly. Goya. Um but this this doesn't look great from a story perspective, but the question becomes does is Rockstar bit is Rockstar only big because of their story stories necessarily, right? Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. For me this is a big deal. Um Dan obviously Dan Hazard is a household name. And to lose someone of his caliber at the, in my opinion, the best studio games I've ever seen. Second to, uh, first to them, I'd say Naughty Dog probably second, in my opinion, for, I like story-driven games. So for those two studios, they are, they are the best. And I'm not even someone that loves Uncharted either. I think it's a fine game and a fine story, but you understand what I'm saying. Um... I wonder what is going on here. Obviously, we've been hearing rumblings for a while now of Take-Two want games that faster from Rockstar. They want to go back to the old days where we got Vice City, San Andreas. um, What was the other one on PSP? Like I think it was Chinatown. That was a DS one, I think, actually. Um, Chinatown was a DS one. There was another one. There was a couple on PSP that just... They just kept hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. And yeah. they were, don't get me wrong, in my opinion, they were all great games, but they weren't to the level of a GTA Five. It like, was diluting Rockstar's, like, sort of value a little exactly. bit. But I bought them every year, I enjoyed them, they were fine, fine games. But it weren't GTA Five. So, yeah. is this that Take-Two have come along and been like, hey, don't get me wrong, guys, we love what you do. You make the biggest IP in the world, you make money just coming out of everywhere there's money always coming 
but we want yeah. more. And that's kind of, I feel, in my opinion, if, and again, speculation, I don't know the ins and outs, it's just from what I think, it's, have they just got this rock, and you know, like, getting blood out of a stone, and they've literally got all the blood out of this stone, and they're like, we want more. How do we get more? Yeah. We get rid of this guy. This is the guy that is the artist, is the creator, is the one that's like, this game needs to be perfect, in quotes, yeah. because no game can ever be perfect because of bugs and stuff. Like, we don't care if you travel to another city and the radio stations are different. That adds a month of development time. We don't care that this is this looks like this and that looks like that. And my, yeah. my uncle Fishy, most you know, you've probably seen him on my stream and stuff. He actually wrote to me, he's like, um, do you see about Dan Hazen? I just put, and I'm going to read it verbatim here, which was, yeah, take two, I literally put, yeah, take two want to get money out, uh, want to get games out quicker so they can make more money um, doing, pub doing what publishers like to do. They don't care about the art or the quality. It's all about profit. Yeah. And this is... Honestly, that's how I feel. If, if, and again, speculation, I don't know the internet. I don't know these people personally. I have no links. I have no reporting on this. But if it's from that inkling, I think they're in the wrong here, Take-Two. Yeah. I mean, we see it all the time in um, mediums with creatives, whether it be like music or TV or whatever you have is where the industry will sort of take a creative, bleed them dry, take what they own from that creative, mm -hmm. get rid of the creative, and then just move on to the next thing while they're still profiting from what whoever it was built. Yeah. Um, and this just sort of like with the news we've gotten recently and yeah. like you said we don't know what is true no, and what all isn't. speculation yeah this just seems to be like oh it's kind of weird that down dan hauser is leaving now and then it's kind of weird that take two put out a statement and he didn't put out a statement himself yeah maybe we get one in march which will be like oh yeah you know i just really kind of wanted to explore I, other options I'm and do other I, stuff I like i've done to... this for so long and i'd understand that because <laughs> he has been doing this for so long yep. it's like oh he really just wants to do other stuff and his brother's still there so maybe he's like i feel like it'll still be in good hands and whatnot the other the, we... the only statement we've had from him as of lately is the one he said about gta 6 which is um i don't know how long ago it was but i remember it being something along the lines of and i'm not i'm gonna be misquoting but it's along the lines of this which was like when we do make gta 6 what does that look like because of the current political climate gta mm. has been known for obviously pushing boundaries pushing um the world like you, you don't every you mentioned gta to a six-year-old they probably know what it is it's the game that you beat up hookers to them that's not what it is yeah but to them so they know what this game is so maybe it was just a case of i've i've in their opinion obviously red dead was a smash hit it did financially brilliantly the story the story of red dead's really good like i don't think the story is what's wrong with that game it's the game was wrong with that game in my opinion um maybe he was like i've done it like what more can i do now and and a false enough well i feel like i need to take a step back they want something different from what i want so yeah. where do i go from there yeah um yeah this is it it really is no matter like what the case is it is a shame to see him leave uh rockstar so the question is Crash, if he wants to stay in games yeah phil spencer better be sprinting right oh yeah i'm i'm sure that phil spencer has already spoken to him <laughs> really like before out. this news even came out yeah, phil spencer has probably already known about it and had a conversation with him i'm sure everybody's everybody. had a conversation everybody, with him yeah obviously like, we... everybody who's big enough right yeah 
But is this is this a Kojima situation? Like, it. I don't know how much flack I want to take for this one. I'm gonna say it. Go, go for it. Then Dan Hazard is a bigger name than Kojima, in my opinion. For me, for me, for you, for yeah. Me. I don't think because in of game the type in general. Of, for, because of the type, no, because he's not out in front like that. Dan Hazard, yeah, I was about to Dan say. Hazard stays in the studio and does the work. I'm not not to say Kojima doesn't, but that's what he does. He he stays away from the public eye. Remember, Dan Hazard's been in the public eye. He doesn't do interviews because he can't because of the situations he's been put in because of the games that he makes. Kojima doesn't make games that that people want to boycott and take off shelves and are known as as simulation kill, killers stuff like that. Like that's just not the way it is with Kojima. Dan Hazard does make those type of games, or people perceive those games to be like that. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, if he still wants to make games, Xbox need to go get him. They, Kojima went to PlayStation, got the blank check, yeah. made the game that he wanted. Xbox need to go to Dan Hazard, put the best team around him that they can, go buy him a new studio, go, that's literally another studio, go do it, whatever it is, put the right tools around him, and let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it would be great to see Microsoft get him, right? I'd, um, I'd love it. I think he's done maybe, with games. I, I, I think for the time being, I think if he really wants to, he'll come back at it at some point in the future. But for right now, I think he does. He's like, I just want to relax for a little bit. I've yeah. done the games and everything. I just want to like yeah. explore other avenues or just do nothing for a while. There's right? no publisher in the world that wouldn't give him an empty blank check, right? Yeah. They might see the check and be like, oh man, we don't got this much. Yeah. But they'll give him a blank check. Like, whatever you need, we'll give you up to what we yeah. can, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think that of the big publishers, Ubisoft, uh, EA, um, Xbox, Sony. Well, I say any, probably not Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. Nintendo would be like, the only one blank. Like, we're good. We're good. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Yeah. But could you imagine a new. I was. Uh, obviously, it, I remember when Sony had the exclusive on. Um, crap what's it called what's the exclusive that never came out um, oh um agents agent. or uh, agent wasn't it a- agent. Like i think it was agent and then it was it was gonna be an open world it was similar to gta that type of thing like i want a game similar to gta i want gta it's still, not gta but i want a game similar to that in a different different setting different style different like yeah i would want that like I remember, I remember the days that we had Saints Row. Like Saints Row, I miss Saints Row so much. Like Saints old Row school too, Saints Row. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I liked. I don't. I don't hate the new ones, but old school Saints Row. Like it's. It was that yeah. was where it was. It was a knockoff GTA. Like we don't get those type of games anymore. So if we could get one, an open world, realistic, story driven, smaller. I feel like smaller would be not like at a world type thing like 20 30 hours like not it doesn't need to be 100 not, hours it's gotten bigger and yeah bigger and it doesn't need to be bigger so like bigger go back bigger. to like the gta san andreas days mm-hmm. where it's like it's an open world game but it's sort of like this is the story and that's like 10 to 20 hours yeah. and then there's a whole bunch of stuff to do in that open world but it's not that crazy exactly i'd love um, it personally but yeah that's just my opinion that's just my opinion but yeah, uh, email him, myxboxandme uh, at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic and anything else we do talk about during the show. Uh, let's get into Fixer's Sack right now. First of all, I'm renaming the segments. I was Santa Crush earlier. What can we rename Fixer's Sack? 
Like, I love Fixer Sack as a joke when it was back in the day. I feel like any new listener that comes in and hears Fixer Sack, they're like, are they talking about his ball bag? Are they talking about a mouth bag? <laughs> what is it they're talking about? So I want to rename it. If anyone's got any ideas, again, email in or put it in the Discord channel uh, for looking for questions for podcasts. Um, but yeah, Fixer Sack, here we go. Probably missed the questions for this week, uh, but on the off chance I didn't. Do you think the wonderful 101 Kickstarter will add a stretch goal for the game to come to Xbox? Or does Platinum Games just hate us? From Zyga. Crash? No. Yeah. I don't think they hate Xbox. No. I just don't think they expect it to do anything for Xbox. It... I always find these weird, though, with Kickstarters where they don't add all platforms. Where it's like, it's being funded. Yeah. Work out the development costs. Um, why would you not fund it? And then everything you make on it would be profit, wouldn't it? Not necessarily. Um, so let's say it makes 10 million and it makes like 5 million over the funding cost. Whatever the next level they would have added, it'd already cover that. Okay. But they didn't even add it. So it doesn't really change anything. No, yeah, no, no. I think. I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but, like, if there's no need to add it, like, I don't think... Why um, add the unnecessary game... stress if you don't need to? Exactly. Yeah. I don't think... They have numbers of where the game sold well Yes. From on the um, Wii U, yeah. so they're probably like, okay, sold well here, here, and here. Those are PlayStation dominant, and it's not really Xbox heavy. Yeah. Why are we going to add it to Xbox, right? I get I don't know. I, I just thought, especially with Platinum having, having had a working relationship with xbox and i thought we was over this hump of like japanese games not coming to xbox and mm. this comes out makes a million pound in less than a day and i'm like ah, oh, this is big why is yeah. it not on there like to me like obviously this is not an ip that i am uh familiar with because it isn't on the xbox platform um but i am a bit like oh man this this kind of sucks i thought i thought we were over that hump but we're clearly not not yet yeah, um, I'm sure, like, I'm sure after this happened, Phil Spencer has probably had a conversation with him, and maybe it will happen, or maybe it'll happen regardless of the Kickstarter goal, and that'll be sort of like a surprise that yeah, but... Microsoft gets to drop or something. I feel um, I feel like the only way this, I feel like it comes to Xbox is if Xbox reaches in their pocket and says, we'll pay development costs for it. At that point, like, like with um, <clears throat> Shemu. Yeah. Wait, like Shemu. Obviously, Shemu's Kickstarter was launched, and Sony helped fund it as well. Like, I could, I could imagine them going, "Yeah, we want this on our platform. This would be perfect for uh, for Game Pass. Let's do it." But I, I don't know, man. I just, it's weird. It's a weird yeah. one. Yeah, it's weird on both sides because, like, as an Xbox fan, you really want to see more stuff coming, and not yeah. as many stuff. Just sort of like, oh, it doesn't really appeal to Xbox markets. It's more of a uh japanese, japanese game or whatever yeah. and so it doesn't come but then on a developer side it's like why put it there when it's not going to sell the numbers we need it to to like warrant the development costs like yeah we'll make a profit but it won't be enough to like really warrant the time we spent into it mm -hmm. yeah so thank you very much for the questions i appreciate it um next question says what do you feel were the success successes and failures of the xbox one what do you expect uh, out of Xbox uh, at this year's E3? What were your hopes for the future for Xbox? What games uh, would you wish were on Xbox from Mini Midas? Um, we'll start at the top there, Crash. So what were the successes and failures of the Xbox One? As the console generation comes to an end, um, obviously people are reminiscing, people are thinking of this gen. 
What was yeah. what was the Xbox's biggest success? Xbox One's biggest success. Um, resuscitating its own life and not dying off. Very true. I think that's like a really big one. Like when Xbox first came out, it was a horrible launch. Yeah. It was really, really bad. And they made a success out of it as much as they could. Not to say that it's like a blowaway success. No. Like compared to Sony, they didn't really sell as much. Yeah. But it could have been a lot worse if they didn't take the steps they did. And most of that comes to Phil Spencer. So maybe Phil Spencer deserves that spot instead of Xbox in general, but you know i don't think it's just <clears throat> i'd love to give all the credit to phil don't get me wrong he's i'm sure right. he's done a great job but there's there's so many more moving parts it is phil it is um watching the way major nelson moves now with his with what he does it's aaron greenberg it's it's, right. it's the whole slate of the team is and there's plenty of names i don't even know absolutely that are doing probably more than phil where phil's just the face and gets to take credit absolutely. for a lot of it not that he wants the credit but I... people put it on him yeah, I don't mean Phil Spencer in terms of like the back end stuff, no. but one of Microsoft's big problems when the Xbox first launched was the face of Microsoft. Which is like, Xbox. It was just it was suits, weren't it? It was just faceless, yeah. faceless suits. Ma Don Matrick. Um, I mean, I could list off a couple, but I'm not going to. But Don Matrick was the big one where we're just like, when I'm when I'm buying my plastic bo box of toys, I kind of yeah. want to like the person that I'm buying it from exactly and phil you. spencer's a like very likable person <laughs> very yeah very. so so yeah, yeah uh for me i agree with you on in that sense i would say services services has been xbox's biggest success we, we've seen that with uh game pass obviously um oh, and, yeah. and even the limited um stuff that i've touched of project x Cloud. if you look across your competitor which your biggest competitor is playstation you do you you have the service that they want at the end of the day they they don't yeah. do it because they feel like they're in a better position and yada yada but if you think playstation don't want playstation now to be as big as xbox game pass you're wrong yeah. like you're wrong like game pass yeah. is just humongous service everybody seems to like it developers seem to like it because they're getting good cuts xbox seems to like it because they're making good money developers uh indie devs seem to like it because they sell more copies like it seems like it might be the first subscription service where no one feels like they're getting ripped off i feel yeah. like I, I again i maybe if I'm, I'm talking from a bit of a privileged position so i don't want to say too much but i have paid for months of it i've bought i've bought six months extra before because there's always i feel like it's, it's so so good and so much value for money anytime Haley's xbox game pass runs out and we want to play a game i have no problem in paying the 7.99 for it ever yeah i don't even feel what type of way whether she yeah. uses it or not it's her prerogative but i'm like yeah no problem no problem yeah i would i really wouldn't be surprised to see um sony sort of adjust its game path as well because of game pass um in terms of like playstation now and everything i, I don't um, think playstation now will ever be day and day first party games ever no no but they're already doing um, it you can already see that they're, they're testing the waters with it obviously horizon zero dawn's in there god of war's been in there uh yeah uncharted un oh what is it uncharted lost legacy's been in there they're definitely yeah. testing the waters they're, they're getting there but i do think that's one of xbox's biggest successes definitely is its services yeah um, oh ab absolutely yeah. what else would i say um, um of successes uh i think the one thing that pro would probably go under the radar but is its accessibility to disabled gamers the, the oh absolutely controller, um is is far and beyond 
something that doesn't affect maybe me or you, Crash, or even maybe anybody listening to this um, show. But what it does do for people that need it is ridiculous. It is so underestimated. Not that I don't think Xbox care about it being like, oh, look at us, look at us. Like from when when I spoke to AC Bongos about it, like he he never came across like pat on the back me, like pat on the back team. Like it was just a case of no, this is what we think is right. Like we think it's right to include everybody, and and that's what we get to see on a daily basis. So yeah. Um. uh, What else? Uh studio acquisition i think that's been a big part but is that really success i don't think that's a success yet because we haven't seen the fruits of that labor yet but we will know about that in two to three years time if it was really was it a smart idea picking up ninja theory was it a smart idea picking up um starting the initiative was it a smart idea picking up um what's tim schaefer's team i can't remember damn it's come out my head um, uh, double fine was it smart yeah. do you know what I mean there's there's t- so many there's so many was it smart the correlation only working on Gears we will find out soon enough when Gears Tactic drops when double fine puts out their next game when this 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 happens when yeah. when, when we see uh, Hellblade 2 like it's just well, we will know that I don't I think agree. that's a success yet that's a, definitely a maybe pile failures um, in my opinion exclusives their exclusives, their exclusive front has been a shambles for this generation. Yeah. As someone who's covered Xbox for the majority of this generation, um, it's been hard. It's been hard to be look across the road and see um, from a from a business perspective. When I'm talking on the podcast, not from I still play those games, but yeah, it's hard to see that PlayStation have Uncharted and Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War and whatever else and then we come over we've had sunset overdrive forza horizon um yeah three or four three i believe um forza motorsport um gears you can say gears of war four i don't think it's quite to that level i think it's a fan i like gears of war four a lot don't get me wrong um but i don't think it's it took I didn't want it to change, but it didn't change enough for it to be the next level um, for me. Um, so yeah, I think on its, its exclusive front, we, we've got we've got months and years without top tier exclusives, like yeah. top. top I think tier. on a on a good note in that sense is we talked about like Sony's exclusives. The reason that happened was because Sony's lackluster um, start to the generation with the PS3, right? Yes. So it seems like Microsoft's sort of following suit in that and we're like, okay, we do need games to sustain a not great launch and still sort of do great. So I do think next year and next generation and everything, it will be a really uphill sort of um, ascendance I, for I Microsoft feel like next, next, next gen for Xbox is going to be like a, a ball rolling down a hill. Yeah. For me, it's going to be a case of, we're gonna get we're gonna get Halo. It's gonna it's, we're kicking off the new generation with a brand new Halo, which yeah. from someone who's not like the biggest Halo fan, um, it's like okay, and this game needs to get me in and explain to me why I need to love Halo and it needs to change. It needs to be that that next level of Halo for me. I think so to really show what Xbox can do, and then from there we get to see all these new studios. Obviously, I've been wanting a new Fable game for. A long, long, long time, so we'll wait for that. But yeah, I mean, failures this year has definitely been exclusive. Definitely one of them. 
definitely. Mm. Um, I think it's like you said, I think it's having the um, mixed messaging, mixed marketing, mixed mixed everything at the start of the gen. Like that's that's yeah. Xbox's big Xbox One's biggest failure. Like the yeah. all in one console was a great idea in 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 its premise. It wasn't its great idea in practice. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think for like what they had envisioned, which was gaming as part of like the home system and all mm-hmm. that stuff, like it works out, but gamers don't really care about the home system at the end of the day and that's how you sell consoles right is selling two gamers and the gamers will be like oh yo you really should get the xbox it's fun it has this this and this which they'll market it to the casual audience for you in a lot of ways yeah so um i think one of xbox's biggest failures was not adapt uh, not adopting uh vr in my opinion Uh, Mm. not that i don't think vr is nowhere near as big as what people expected it to be but not even having a a hand in VR leaves you ten steps behind your computer. Again, I've wanted a PSVR for so long, but it's just like oh, I'm not going to get one. There's no point. Xbox um, could have done it. I and for me, for again, this is you're only hearing my yeah, opinion. That's what this yeah. podcast is. Um, I would have loved to have seen it. So that's one thing where even if they could have made it compatible with a. Uh, oculus or a gear a samsung gear if they could have come with that partnership that we speculated on and speculated on so much um then we maybe would have seen good things see showing us hollow ends at e3 why why did that ever happen it was never something that came to mass market it was never something it was for investors it was for for yeah. big time uh, giant tech people you could have done that behind closed doors it did nothing for us the gamer but to be fair, that's kind of like what E3 oh, originally no. was I, for. I agree, but that's so, the way it is. I I understand. I'm just like trying to throw them a nah. lifeline a little bit. Forget that. Um, Forget that. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't know if I would classify the VR thing as as a failure. Um, no, that's. I, I think that's definitely a me thing. Where it's like, yeah. to me, it was a failure because I felt like they let the market go. Even if it, I think PlayStation sold five million VR headsets yeah like, it wasn't um, it, it was not... more than they expected i'm yes, pretty sure it was but it wasn't sort of like the numbers that microsoft's like oh my god i regret no, doing I'm, I'm sure xbox don't see it as a failure yeah i see it as a failure because it's something that i wanted i would love to Got play it. vr games and stream them and had those experiences where i just okay. didn't get to touch vr because it wasn't on my platform of choice so okay um any other failures chris you can think of um start of the year exclusives um i don't think microsoft has had too many failures outside of that that i can think of off the top of the head yeah um no sunset overdrive 2 that's a big failure microsoft <laughs> um that was never I'm gonna happen in you guys they don't even own the ip anymore uh yeah. So they were never gonna have, be able to do that. So that wasn't even an Xbox thing. That's a um, that's a um, insomniac thing. Would you would you label the all the cancellations that happened earlier in the in the Xbox's lifespan as failure? Me, I wouldn't because that's game dev. At the end of the day, they, yeah. they had to try. Um, we're gonna talk about Scalebound in a little bit, um, but. No, I don't see them as failures. I think that's business. That's smart businesses' decisions. Where it's maybe that was a success because if they would have put out a a poor exclusive, back. not even the money, not even the money side of things. Like forget the money. If Scalebound comes out and gets 
fives, mm. we got problems because yeah, Xbox okay. is already getting clanned. I'd rather no exclusive than a bad exclusive. Okay, I uh, I can see that. I agree. Um, then do you think announcing them as early as they did before they were a hundred percent like sure it would come out is a failure? Again, I just or do you that. think I, no? I, it's I, still I, a business I decision. So. I just see that okay. as the business decision. I don't think. Right. I think when it was showed, it was on track to be a good to great game, and then once okay. they saw it again, it was so off the rails that. It either was going to get pushed, it was going to get delayed, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't coming together. They've said that, right? They've come out and said that it wasn't coming together. Yeah. So, no. If anything, to me, that's a success to be able to to spot that this this isn't working and like get rid of it as quick as possible. Not in like a a mean way. Games get cancelled every day that we don't even hear about. So, yeah. I don't think and they needed to announce it. They needed a high. I, I, they I needed agree. that. They I need, was just... at that time. They needed that. I remember. I remember that E3. And I remember coming yeah. away from it and being like, I don't get it. I don't get this game. But I remember Scott Sedman being like, oh my God, Platinum. Platinum. I was hyped for that game. game. Like, I remember mm-hmm. just being like, oh, okay. And obviously still learning learning about Platinum and learning about this, this studio. But yeah, no, it, for me, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Go on. You good? No, I was going to say, I don't think there's really any other failures. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are your hopes for the future of Xbox? I mean, for me, it's my hopes are to give me a reason to buy a Series uh, X. Like, why am I buying this console? Why? I I understand why I'm buying it from my point of view, but the company has yet to do anything to sell it on for me. So my fu- my hopes for the future are: sell me on this new box, show me I want new IP at launch, and I want old IP that that's new. Um, so I've got a bit of nostalgia. I currently have me, MC Fixar, who's been covering Xbox, buying Xbox for about 10 years now. I have no nostalgia for Xbox IP yet. Like, it's just, it just doesn't live in me. Where I do even, I'm not even a Nintendo guy, and I do have nostalgia for some of those IPs. Like, Perfect Dark never done it for me. I'm not saying they don't exist, but for just me. Just not for you. For okay. me, there's no nostalgia there. Okay. Like, if a new That's Perfect fair. Dark gets announced, okay. I won't like it would have to be yeah. so big and so good for it to and look so amazing for it to really be like oh my god new perfect thought like I don't know man like they just don't currently have that with me um okay. but fable they have it with me that's the only game where I'm like I remember borrowing fable for my brother-in-law and playing it for the first time and and just, I remember that feeling of being like, this game's special. I loved this game. Fable 2, sorry, not Fable 1. Um, so, um, yeah. Is that a fault of Xbox? We're not doing faults. We're doing uh, hopes and futures. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. I, I, just that um, you don't have nostalgia for it. It's, you wouldn't consider it a fault for Xbox, would you? No, not really. I, okay. think, I think it's... it's it's That's on me, right? Like okay. they, they, yeah, no, no. I mean, that's that's my 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 position to go. This doesn't jive with me. This yeah. I don't I don't care about. Blinks the time cat or um, I'm trying to really think. Project Gotham Racing. Um, I'm really trying to wrap my brain now of like Xbox OG Xbox exclusives. Remember, I wasn't an OG Xbox kid. Yeah, I was a PlayStation. Yeah, no, no, no. Back then. So, 100%. Yeah, I, just I wasn't trying to that. point fingers no, or anything I know, I know, either. I, I was just... Yeah, just to give yeah. more context, though, to the audience, where it's like, yeah. 
No, I don't think so. I don't think it's a bad okay. thing. I don't think it's their fault. I don't think it's my fault. I think it's just the way the cards have been dealt. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah. hopes for the future. Uh, exclusives. I just want exclu- them to knock exclusives out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, Sirens I think what. I think what um, Sony's done for like in terms of games in general and how they've sort of made the projection of single player games with God of War and Last of Us and story games mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I kind of want Microsoft to sort of even further that with the games that they start bringing out. Mm-hmm. I sort of want more high quality games, and I am I am in a very um, special position to be able to play them on both Xbox and PlayStation, mind you. But I want more games of that caliber to come out more consistently. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're getting Last of Us experiences on PlayStation, and then we're getting something to that same caliber of storytelling on Xbox, then we're getting those experiences more frequently. And yeah, that's what we want, obviously. Absolutely. Um, anything else? Um, no, not really. Like, I don't really have much. I want them to wow me. They, they need to do something to really... This generation is so weird and so confusing and so different from any other console generation ever. I don't... I, I, like, I think the term generation kind of has to, like, slowly be weeded out. I don't think that I'll ever get away from the conversation because it's the easiest way to explain it to people who yeah. are in the know. Like, oh, this is the new generation of Xbox. Not really, because it's still all connected. It's generation in the in the terms that's the newest, the hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no. This next, like this next few generations, I don't think it's just this generation, but the next one are gonna be weird to get accustomed to. I think, in a in a sense. Fair enough. And last one from uh, Mini Madness is: What games do you wish were on Xbox? Number one, Mario Party. Simple. Mario Party with working online. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, man. This is a like, Nintendo podcast. We're not going to talk about it. Is it? Well, talk, well that's, we can, the questions come in, so we can definitely... Okay. Yeah, n- Mario Party with a working online. Any Nintendo game with a working online. Would be nice. That works good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. not not some knockoff version, like no, the actual no, version. No, no, no. Yeah, I want, Mario, I want Mario Party with a board yeah. online so I can play yeah. with friends. Um, yeah, that, what else? Um, there's easy ones, but I don't, I don't wish, like, because I own a PlayStation, I don't wish that Last of Us was on PlayStation, Xbox. Mm. Like, that's easy, but I wish it had achievements, like, more than I wish it was on Xbox. Like, I don't know. Um, you said Persona. Yeah. Persona um, 5, so I get 1,000 to Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm a God of War. I'm, I mean, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't wish God of God of War is a generational game. That game, that game, maybe if I sat down and really thought about it, it's probably in my top five games of all time now. God of War, mm. uh, Spider Man, obviously, just because that game's amazing. Number one, but number two, because it's Spider Man, like, it feels weird being an exclusive to me. Okay. Like Spider Man yeah. shouldn't be an exclusive. Like he's too. He's too big of a, a of a He's too much of an icon. iconic character, yeah, to be to be an exclusive character to somebody. Um, okay. Sunset Overdrive mm. Two, when that comes to PlayStation, well, do you think do you think Sony actually is like, yeah, you guys can make that? I don't think it'll be called Sunset Overdrive Two, but I think they'll make it. Yeah, but it'll be a Sunset game. It'll be called Sunset Sunset know yourself better i don't know like some sort of pun on like 
being being the way the game is like over the top and stuff so yeah I, yeah yeah but yeah from from watching from afar um insomniac have a lot of love for sunset and the world and yeah i just like if, if the studio want to do it and they're already making spider-man 2 why not yeah so uh, it's also like sony's apparently like very uh you can do what you want. Sony's not very much so leading developers in the direction for what they should do. I don't think anybody do. is at the moment, if we're being honest. Yeah. Maybe EA, does... maybe EA and Ubisoft, but even Ubisoft come out the other day saying that we're hiring different people so we can change up the formula. Like, I feel like most big publishers are finally getting there where we're like, oh, yeah. you got to hire creatives for and let them do what they do instead got, of like... Yeah, we've got to have trust in what we're hiring and stop babysitting them. Yeah. Not that that's how it is, but some of, some of the devs I've spoken to, they hate it when they're handheld and they're forced to make something they don't want to make like oh absolutely yeah i mean some of the biggest blunders in gaming probably come from that right yeah definitely it's where like business doesn't understand like actual game design and so it's like somebody who knows nothing trying to tell you what you should do yeah exactly um we're gonna leave it there for the question so we're asking we're on to the next one next week due to the fact we're at 42 minutes already and we've not even got into what we've been playing so um we'll move on what is in your box crash what have you been playing this week my friend um i played the kingdom hearts dlc cool what did you think oh bad things (laughs) i heard good things on my xbox and me.com so go read that review but other people don't like it oh it's it's not that good yeah um there, so story-wise why yeah. like they, they have like lore stuff for kingdom hearts and stuff that like makes it go further that's like that's all cool but that's such a small portion of what the dlc is mm-hmm. that it's kind of like why was this put out and why is it 30 dollars? yeah because it's it's about five hours of boss fights that's the only story stuff you get you don't get a new world you don't get anything like that it doesn't feel worth the 30 bucks because i was playing it i was playing it and i was actually like laughing it wasn't like enjoying laughing it was like oh this is not good laughing yeah um there's boss they added like 12 new bosses and there's a secret boss which all those are apparently good i tried doing them i'm not high enough level to do them so i haven't been able to do them and maybe my opinion would be a little bit different if i played through those so maybe take my opinion with a grain of salt i guess yeah um from what i've played uh i wouldn't recommend getting this for 30 bucks cool i don't think it's worth 30 bucks yep um yeah hmm. so is it again i'm not a kingdom arts person still not got to kingdom arts 3 i know i'm a failure please let me let me let me just be quiet and in peace all right um is it not even you're a hardcore fan like you love kingdom arts so it's not even not even for you it was worth it no Wow. No, no, no. There's that one point where they send you on a fetch fetch quest. And that's like the only exploration you really get to do in this is a fetch quest. And it's not, it's like. Not good. It's It, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth to pay 30 bucks for this. Yeah. I think if this was like a $10 or 15 bucks, I think if you, ex- if you separate the boss battles from this and charge for them separately, I think I would have been fine with it. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else you've been playing? You want to talk about? Uh, Apex. Yeah, we played Apex yesterday. Yeah. Um... Great experience. Remember? Remember when I was playing really well, got some kills, carried us all the way to second place. Remember that? Yeah. 
You Your remember? controller was the MVP. Yeah. My controller was legit the best. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, go to my Twitter, uh, scroll down a little bit. There'll be a video of me uh, playing uh, Apex with Crash and Crash screaming at me, like literally yeah. going crazy because my oh, we got to the last two. Somebody pushed me. My controller died. It was literally just us and this other team. 2v2. Crash was not happy. Crash was so angry. I so wasn't angry. angry. I was, was not angry. I listened back to it. I was like not it. angry. It like I was it. not angry. But it no. sounds like it. No. It's funny. It's a good clip. You don't think so? Don't think it's a good clip? Clip? A clip? Good clip? <laughs> Where's all red? <laughs> uh, that was fun, I guess, you know. Okay. Um apex it, it was it was a good it was a good clip um, um apex new character uh, new character haven't played it haven't played it either yeah so can't wait to talk about don't it. have it yet so um map changes yep i like the map changes so far see I, because i've not played enough apex i didn't didn't notice the map changes is the problem yeah i know yeah i've been playing um quite a bit recently oh, okay. um so that i sh- i say quite a bit but it's been like once or twice it hasn't really been quite a bit <laughs> Um, but I played like the day before and then the day it came out. So it was all fresh in mind. Gotcha. Um, I like the, I like the map changes. I think, um, they were going to this weird spot where the map was getting very vertical, but not like, um, the original map was, um, sort of like sloped vertical where it was like a slow rise yeah. to verticality as opposed to like this immediate, um, like tilted towers type of yeah, verticality, yeah. which is what the second map had. And this sort of like knocks a bunch of the buildings down and all that stuff, so it kind of destroys some of that, uh, which Fair I think enough. works out better for me. But I'm not good at the game anymore. So, so. quick, I playing it. It's very quick. I was like, wow, take me back to Fortnite. Fortnite is yeah. slow compared to Apex. Yeah, I played some solos, and it's like I would rush solos. people, and I'd get like a person or two down because oh. you have to play that game quick. You have to play very aggressive. Yeah, and my. Would be off in the back trying to snipe, and it's like that's not the type of game this is. And you won't, you don't, unless you're you'll get high, you'll get unless you're unless you can hit your sniper shots, yeah. right? Most people can't, Most but people like, yeah, I can't, <laughs> so I can't play that way, right? Yeah, um, I oh man, there was I, I was playing yesterday and I took maybe 20 shots on these people, I landed one shot, yep. destroyed his armor, but I only landed one shot, yeah, no good, um, no good. Yeah. Do you think you're going to buy the battle pass? I've... Oh, you bought the battle pass? Yeah. Ah. I'm really enjoying it right now. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I've been playing a little game called Zombie Army 4 Crash. Zombie Army 4. Mm. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's Zombie Army. There's, there's zombies. They're in an army. You're running around. There's, there's been there's... four of them. <laughs> There's four games. I was about to say, there's three other zombie armies. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of this franchise personally. Have you not? Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I've played it before. Um, not really stuck that much time into it. Uh, so it's by the team that done uh, Sniper Elite. So you've got like those those X-ray vision moments. Um, yesterday we got a great one. Zaga was like, hey, shoot somebody in the, <laughs> shoot somebody in the balls and I'll sub. On, I was live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. And um, I was like... Okay, yeah, sure, I'll give it a go. So literally, I'm just sniping zombies' balls for like, I'd say like three or four minutes. And then it comes up and it's just like, slow motion shot, goes through and then blows up the testicles. I'm like, that's cool. That's a cool moment. Like they are there. Those moments are very few and far between is my only problem. Like it doesn't happen 
that frequent. But when it does happen, it's very rewarding. It's very fun. Like shooting a zombie through the arm and you see its arm just crack open. Or shooting it through the skull and its head just blows up. Question. Um, oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be more annoying if it happened frequently? Probably. Probably. But, I, but it doesn't happen enough to be annoying. But it doesn't have, be, happen enough to then... It, it leaves you wanting more, which is a good thing, in a way. Yeah. Like, you you want it to happen more. But it, it makes doesn't you feel happen more. when it's it It's definitely happens. rewarding when it happens, yeah. Um, yeah. But the premise of the game is literally you are... If you've not played the other games, you, you don't really need to. But Hitler started a zombie army. He's dead now. Um, and you're just sort of saving saving the world like you go into you go through italy you go through a couple of other places i'll mm. be honest i'm not really planning it for the story that's not not where where i'm getting my enjoyment out of the game i'm getting my enjoyment out of the game of okay i'm gonna sit down i'm going to switch off for three to four hours and i'm just gonna run around and kill zombies and mm. you're you've got your combo meter where you like you try and get higher scores like the more zombies you kill frequently the more high score you get um there are like collectibles around that I'm like going around getting because I'm thinking about becoming an achievement hunter again. Um, and yeah, I'm just enjoying it. Like honestly, it is. Okay. It, there, there's nothing new. There is nothing um, that changes the game in this. Like you're not going to go into this game and be like, oh my god, this is amazing. I would say it's probably like a solid seven. I haven't finished the game yet, but where I'm where I'm sitting right now, where it like it doesn't change the game. It doesn't break the formula. It is not. It's not that type of game. But if you enjoy getting together with friends and killing zombies, in there are some cool, unique ways. Like they have like traps set up, like on along your journey that you can shoot. Like ones like, how would I explain? Like a shooting target. And it spins around as you sh- and you shoot mm. it, and then like all the floor will get electrocuted. So Got it's like it. it's like if you set up like horde barriers, but they're already set for you as you're going through the maps. And like the, there was the one I did yesterday, which was like you shot it and the shark came down and ate a load of zombies. And it's yeah, it's not, it's not crazy. It's, there's nothing like this is not like Last of Us, but nor does it try yeah. to be. It tries to be what it is. If you like Left for Dead, uh, but you want a third person Left for Dead, where you are leveling up um, your character, you're leveling up guns, like unlocking new abilities. It's perfect for that. It's literally it's perfect for that. It's a solid, solid, solid seven with plenty of enjoyable moments. Cool bosses, um, like armored zombies that come along, or this new one I faced yesterday, which was like the zombie that jumped in the ground and then grabbed you and infected you, and you had to go heal or you would just die. Doesn't matter what's going on. Like just cool little moments like that. Like mm. there's this. I don't expect it to be too long either. It's not a full price game. It's not sixty dollars. Um, I believe it's forty. I think it's definitely okay. worth it if you like those type of games. If you're into <laughs> those type of games, it's perfect for that. If that's if it's that if that isn't your jam, I totally understand that. But for me, it's scratching that itch right now. Perfect first game of the year for me, if I'm being okay. honest. Like I've been saying, I've been waiting for a game. It's like this is the perfect that. one to like. What am I doing today? Like even before you got on, I literally loaded up real quick. I was like, hmm. yeah. let me. Let me just, I was like, ah, oh, damn it, he's ready. Damn, I gotta get off. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they they drop you special uh, mods for guns, like electrocuting. So you put electrocution on my uh, sniper. I've got it at the moment. Oh, my shotgun, sorry. At the moment, so when I shoot a burst, sometimes it will shoot. It will hit the zombie and zap other zombies in the surrounding areas. My sniper does like a uh, incendiary round, so I shoot a uh, zombie and then like it'll shoot off fire onto other zombies. Yeah, it's just it's very easy to pick up and play. It's 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 perfect for that. So it's a very turn your brain off game. And for, just yes, go through the exactly, motions. exactly. Okay. Which 
you need those games in your life i feel like you don't always want yeah. a, a, a i want to try a game yeah it's not that it's not that at all it's yeah. like especially coming off like battle grinding the battle pass for um fortnite like this is yeah. perfect for that where it's like no pvp no no stress it's like i'm playing it on normal difficulty i kind of wish i would have played it on a higher difficulty just because it's a little bit easy but even still with it being easy i'm like i'm still having a really good time with it so far so that's good i'm yeah. i'm enjoying living up more than i thought i would i kind of thought that was just gonna be like a oh that's a pain in the butt no I've, I've hit level 10 now on my character i'm like oh i can unlock this ability i can unlock this and this does that and like asking chat what do we go for and then it's like oh let's do dps extra rounds duh, 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 stuff so yeah it's, it's really fun really really fun really enjoyed it um how comparable do you think it would be to world war z i think it's better than world war z in my opinion okay. world war z um is well i have fun with world war z don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, World War Z was more... I think World War Z was more the spectacle of how many zombies... Look at the mountains of zombies coming at you. Where this yeah. is a little bit more deeper. Obviously, World War Z did have like his leveling system and stuff. To me, that never really grabbed me at all in World War Z. Um, yeah, Sirens on my end again, sorry. Um, where this, I'm more like... Oh, okay, yeah. When, when I hit level 10, I'm going to go for this or this. And then like... There's like weapon skins you can unlock as well. It, you can compare the two, yes, but World War Z, I definitely felt you were alert upon four people. Where this, you're not. I can play through single player and not feel well overwhelmed at all. I played World War Z solo and didn't enjoy it. Hence why I literally went to the dev was like, I am not enjoying this game. Um, sorry, the publisher was like, can I get more codes to play with people? Otherwise, yeah. it may affect what I say. Like it just it wasn't fun at all for me. Where this. I tried to get everyone codes. I didn't get it. I played it. I'm still like, oh, this is fun. I actually quite enjoyed yeah. it. So, yeah. But okay. yeah, full transparency. Uh, Rebellion, um, the publisher, did send me a code for this game, just so people are aware. Okay. Should we move on, Chris? Should we get into the news an hour oh, into the show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this week on the Dashboard Crash, which is our new segment, now for news. New for news. It's still the news. It's still same segment. Still news. Just same segment, just different, different name. name different name okay. this week's dashboard is first the report of the xbox Series x mystery port meant for an expandable storage interesting according to the new report of the mysterious port on the back of the leaked xbox one x uh, sorry xbox series x uh, image may have uh, been identified and it could be for an expandable storage in the re new report from microsoft inside blogger uh, thorough the long narrow port between the hdmi and digital audio port may be meant for an expandable storage uh, solution though not one we've seen on console hardware before farok internally believe initially sorry believed this port was uh, diagnosed diagnostics but sources say otherwise quote that port is for storage uh, expansion according to people familiar with microsoft plans and offers the series x a workaround as games continue to expand in size um crash the, the reports going around at the moment is that it could fit a cfe express card which can also be used to add st uh, storage to console uh but a cf card uh is quite expensive at the moment like for 520 uh 12 gigs is like 600 dollars. what is yeah. a cf express card i've never heard of it in my life 
don't want to ask me. I have you don't no know either? either. Okay, you're, you yeah, know no. you know a little bit more about PC, so I thought maybe. I've, uh, so I've, I've seen them. Oh, okay. I, but I have no clue what they're actually for. Okay. So. Okay, I'm Googling that. So it looks to be... Huh. Interesting. It's like a um, um, an SSD, but very much smaller. Much, much smaller. It's, yeah, it's like a memory card size. Yeah. Which makes sense, obviously, because I've seen the port. Nah, but I don't know why I was expecting something bigger. But, yeah, okay, interesting. Okay. The question is how expensive will they be? So, uh, yeah, I'm looking right now. A scan disk for a 512 gigabyte is currently £679. Yeah. So, this is clearly for yeah. the long term, not the short term. Right? Probably. This is this is I I I think so. Um yeah, this will be very interesting. Hmm. Um I want <laughs> what if they <laughs> what if you don't get games and discs anymore? You just get chips. No, they won't do that. <sighs> no way. I I don't, I don't think so either. No so way. Either. And you put it in the back as well? Nah. And there's a disc yeah. drive on it as well? No way, crash. No way, you're crazy. Maybe this is just like sort of an option for people who do have this. Like, hey, you can use this as an external hard drive if you want instead of... An or not an external, drive. but... Yeah. Um, instead of like a traditional hard drive, just to give people more options. And then maybe Microsoft could also sell its own branded um, CTF Express yeah, cards. Clearly, they move... Um, the one I'm looking at currently is up to 117,000 MBS is per second, I'd assume. Um, and they're made for 4K raw video files. So, yeah. clearly they're good cards. I've never heard of it before in my life, so this is all new to me. But, huh. I, I generally thought that was just something for, um, like, devs. Like a dev port sort of thing. It weren't going to be on the full retail. It's what everybody video. thought. So, now, now we're like, oh, okay. that No USB-C, but this. To be fair, it could <laughs> be... It could be... um. It could be just in the dev kits where, like, they don't know how much storage the dev kits need and maybe they need more. Yeah. That's a possibility, I guess, but who really knows at this point, well, you know? We will wait and see, I guess. We will wait and see. Uh, yep. Next story is about Platinum Games, and they would love to finish Scalebound with Microsoft's permission. Platinum Games said it would love to finish Microsoft. Uh, would love to finish making its cancelled action RPG Scalebound one day, but would need Microsoft's permission to do so. Producer Asushi Inaba. That's about right? I think so, yeah. Thank you. Spoke to Eurogamer.pt uh, recently, uh, recently about this and asked if we'll be able to, if they would be able to self-publish. Uh, sorry, let me do that again. About this and, and were asked... If being able to self-publish could mean Scalebound would one day be finished. The quote below has been translated by Google. Quote, again, it's a good question. But this was an um, intellectual property that belongs 100% to Microsoft, Ian Naba said. Whatever happens with this project, we can't really do anything with it unless Microsoft leaves us. But it's a game that we fall in love with and love. If the opportunity arises, it's something we would love to return to. End quote. You think we see this ever? Do you ever think we see Scalebound? Ever? No. You don't think even Microsoft would let the IP go, sell it to uh, Platinum, and they I don't, come out with it? 
Um, I don't think Microsoft lets that happen. Even they don't. What do they need the IP for now? At this point, it, I don't think they need the IP. But if this comes out and it ends up being a good game, I think that looks bad on Microsoft. I agree. Um, that's the only reason because I think if it comes out and it's a bad game to a decent game, it's sort of like whatever. Oh, I, I think that's when I don't think it affects Microsoft. Yeah. But if it comes out and it's a good game and people love it, um, I don't think Microsoft... Microsoft could explain it, and I think Microsoft would be in every right in why they didn't yeah. keep going with it. Like, at the time, it didn't look like it was right. It didn't look like it was going anywhere. To and me, mind you, all the people working on it would be in different headspaces now and then, so it could come out different than it would have back then. To me, this smells of a second party. Why not just second party this? Own the IP, let Platinum do it, you, and then Xbox... No, Xbox don't want their name on it, though. I get it. Mm. Yeah. They don't want... Like, if they've not got... I think the problem is they don't need to put any more resources into it. If Platinum were like, well paid for the resources, we will make the game. Can we license the IP, maybe? And then publish it everywhere, I guess? But even that, I'm a bit yeah, like... It's still... It's, if it ends up not being good, one. it's still Microsoft's name on it. Yeah. yeah. And it's still their IP that they'll be using. Yeah. Mm. It's like, oh, it's successful. We want our IP back. I don't yeah. think Platinum would want to do that. See, I, 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 see I disagree with you there. I you feel think like, so? Yeah, I feel like Platinum just want to keep making games that they care about, right? Which is what we're okay. seeing now with Wonderful 101 and stuff like that. It's like, they want to work on stuff they care about. They clearly care about Scalebound. They've spoken about it multiple times now. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the only way you do it is if they, if Microsoft recouped the cost back of what they lost on Scalebound and then sold the IP for a profit as well, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Like, maybe? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I I can't see this happening personally. No, me either. Uh, next up, Phil Spencer teases Xbox Studio the initiative at doing new things and old things. After being uh, officially announced at E3 2018, Xbox The Initiative Studio has been rather quiet. With the new console generation seemingly only a few months away, Xbox head Phil Spencer recently met with the, the team at The Initiative and revealed the first ever quadruple a studio was challenging themselves to do new things and old things in new ways in a short twitter tweet spencer shared that he recently met with the initiative's head uh, head of studio daryl gallagher gallagher and head of xbox game studio matt booty to discuss the future of the quadruple a development team unfortunately Sp- spencer's tweet is pretty vague so we can only guess at what gallagher's team is up to yeah it is pretty vague it's super vague where i'm like yeah okay there's like is there a lot to talk there's, about there's here not really um, much here but again like, like i said to you before the show it's like it's xbox news i guess kind of kind gotta of, mention kinda, it kind of yeah. kind of word salady but still yeah he did talk about challenging it, so. themselves to do new things and old things in new ways there's a lot of stuff that could mean that could mean that this isn't your traditional game or that could mean that it's your traditional game with a new take on it which i feel like every developer says about their game right yeah yeah it's very 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 much just pr bulb very much yeah. we could have avoided it but again like i said to Chris at the beginning of the show before the show was recorded we're an xbox show we've got to talk about everything that comes out yeah. from, especially when it's the head of xbox 
Yeah, and to be fair, this probably gets like all the people who are like diehard Xbox fans. Oh, they love it. Dude. Excited. They yeah, they're, it. <laughs> they're more than likely very excited by this. Like, yeah. oh my god, we're gonna get you know the next the next big game is gonna be on Xbox instead of anywhere else. You know, we hope. So. We hope. Um, next one is a uh, one I'm very happy about. Star Wars Fallen Order expected to sell 10 million units. Respawn Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order is already a hit, but now EA says its single-player Star Wars adventure is on track to hit 10 million unit sales. During E3's Q3 2020 financial call with investors, EA revealed that sales of, st- quote, sales of Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order significantly beat our expectations, end quote. CFO Blake Jorgensen says that EA originally predicted Jedi Fallen Order to sell between 6 to 8 million units for the physical year, but Star Wars already hit, quote, high, hit the high end of that third quarter, end quote. Good. Yeah. I'm happy for this. This is, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, absolutely. Number of things that make me happy here. Not not the Star, Star Wars and the world doesn't do anything for me. Like, the fact that a single player, story-driven, well-made game, apart from the bug fi- problems, um, well told story published by ea did well it might be like like i was saying beforehand it's like let's loosen that chain a little bit more and maybe we'll get yeah. some more good quality games i was gonna say maybe maybe EA is now like maybe you know what maybe it's a good idea to let our developers do what they want instead yeah. of like hand holding them the whole process to put out products that don't hit right with the consumers <clears throat> anthem um, um. oh <laughs> Why, gotta <laughs> Why gotta mention Anthem? I apologize, Crash. I do apologize. Uh, next uh, one. EA made almost 1 billion on the microtransactions last quarter. Gaming giant Electronic Arts reported earnings uh, for its holiday quarter last week, and the company uh, performed above expectations. In particular, revenue from EA's Microsoft bucket called the Live Service... Microtransaction reached, bucket. Sorry, microtransaction bucket, thank you very much. Uh, called Live Service reached nearly $1 billion. Um, to carry on with this, uh, as you can see in the chart below, if you can't see it because we're reading an article, uh, taken from IGN, by the way, uh, EA made $993 million from live services during the quarter ending in December 31st. For 12 months as a whole, EA made 2.8... 2, 2, 2. No, what is it? 200... No. No, 2.835 billion. Yeah, but that would be... Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not two billion dollars plus eight hundred thirty-five million dollars. Yeah, million. Yeah, from microtransactions, um, and yeah, like crash. I'm, I'm you know sorry. how uh, you know how we had the article before this, where it's like, oh, maybe EA loosens the chain, then you get this article, and it's like, oh no, the chains are right back on. See, I disagree. I think it's double damn. They're gonna double damn more with FIFA, Madden, Plants vs Zombies. Um, you got to remember, this is their mobile games as well. Yeah. Um, those games. And then I think that they should let that do that. I don't, Not that I like microtransactions at all, but whatever. Let that do that and then move... Let Use that money then to invest in more single-player games that are going to make lots of money as well. You can have the best of both worlds. You really can. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I think... I think my main problem is like EA's approach to microtransactions because I've I've been on the record that I don't I'm not against microtransactions. I don't think they're sort of the enemy. I think it's how you do it that's important. Mm. I think EA hasn't done it in a really great way in a lot of their games. Yep. 
and hopefully in games where they see that like oh we can put microtransactions in this and it won't affect the game yeah they do in a non-predatory way right yeah battlefront 2 was a predatory uh, way to do microtransactions i think apex legends isn't no nope, right I agree. You can earn um, all the characters for free. You can learn a lot of the skins for free and, and stuff like that. But that like, none nothing that really matters in that game is locked behind a paywall. There are some stuff that's like I really wish it wasn't that way, but it's a lot better than it's been in the past. So, I to- especially for Apex, is a free to play game. Yeah, like you, I've not put a penny into that game yet. I've only just put pennies into Fortnite. So that tells you everything at the end of the day. Um. Yeah. Next up, and last story uh, for the dashboard this week, uh, Bleeding Edge development process was changed by Xbox Game Pass. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, Tucker said that the game direction has been influenced by its inclusion on the subscription service. Quote, There's a fair bit of focus at the moment on the new player experience, end quote. She says she believes that people who buy the game at retail are probably doing so, quote, because it's in a genre they know and understand so they're going to have a familiar they're going going to have familiarity with things like objective control and class-based characters end quote however game pass subscribers who are interested in trying out new new trying something new might not have that previous experience or built-in interest quote if you've come to the game through Game Pass and maybe you don't know so much about this type of genre, it may be a little bit harder to get into the game, Tucker says. Maybe they don't know all of the buttons, maybe they don't know how the game modes know how don't know how the game modes work, so they're focusing on, on that and make sure that's a nice ramp for new players coming into the game. End quote. Not much here, but I think it does definitely make a lot of sense where it's like, well, when you sell a game retail, right? It's like you picked up this game because you know you want this game. Where yeah. you pick up a game in Game Pass, it's like, how do we give the person who's clicked this the best experience possible that they don't go away and say this is crap? The best intro to the game, right? Yeah. yeah. And they really oh. got a great intro in Played Edge. I played it. I played their tutorial mode. It's it's very much Overwatchy. Um got it. when I played like their training mechanic thing. It's perfect though, I think perfect for the way you experience the game. It explains what the game modes are. It explains the battle system. It explains this. It explains that. It's very good. Very, very good. If, the, if it's the same as what I played at XO um, 2019, um, you're in for a treat. You are really in for a treat. Yeah. I think it's also like really important to see like devs acknowledge that they are doing stuff different from Game Pass for games that come out on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I imagine we'll see more of that type of stuff, right? Yeah. more how can if somebody comes into this game and it's quote unquote a free game for them how can we keep them playing the game and whatnot and staying on the service as well yeah so yeah games with gold this month crush Xbox games with gold for february 2020 goes like this tt isle of man available february 1st to the 29th on xbox one call of cthulhu available from february 16th to march 15th on xbox one fable heroes available from uh, uh available from february 1st to february 15th on xbox one and xbox 360 and star wars battlefront i think it's battlefront one uh available from february 16th to february 29th on xbox one and xbox 360 Make sure you download the games. You've paid for them, so why not download them? Crash. Um, new games coming to Game Pass. Oh, is there a new I... list? 
Yes. Oh, right uh, now. One of them's really good. I'm going to save it for last. Okay. Uh, We got Wolfenstein Youngblood. Oh, okay. That's a newish game and it's co op. Yep. Oh, we got. Oh, uh, what? We could play co op? I guess. That's enough. We could. Damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll play with you, co op. I'll play with you. Damn. I'll play with you, co op fix. Damn. I'm done. We, no, 100%. I'm 100% down. Um, Death Squared is on console. I played that. That's not a bad game. Never played it. It's I not a bad no game. Play. It's very um, it's very much like a an overcooked... It's a puzzle game where you can play with like four people. Oh. So you all got to figure out the puzzle together. And if mm. someone makes the wrong move... You watch me and Hayley play, I guarantee. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it we, somewhere. We did a Let's Play in it as well, so yeah. Um, And then Death's Gambit on PC... I've played that. It's sort of um, Dark Souls 2D-ish, kind of like Dead Cells. Oh, okay. Except more more along the lines of Dark Souls than Dead Cells, because it's not roguelike. It is a set map that you go through with set bosses. Got you. Uh, it's actually pretty fun. It has a really good soundtrack. When did I it recommend come out? Playing it. Um, last year? I got it at some point last year. Yeah, yeah I, can't I can't tell you the exact date. That. Sorry, hang on time for that one. Yeah, okay. I'm on to new, oh. games. I'm on to new games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I was really waiting for this. The first game that came out this year that really interested me. Um, and then the big one, which some people might not think I'm big, comes that comes both to console and PC. Final Fantasy 15. Oh, it's in Game Pass. Old game, yeah, but it's in Game Pass. Oh, that's wait, it's on PC as well. Yes, console and PC. I might have to play that again on PC. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm, I uh, almost picked it up on PC a couple of times. Did you really? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, no, I, um, I actually really enjoyed Final Fantasy 15. Way more. Yeah, than it's I a really good game. Me, ever expected to, and plus they fixed yeah. like chapter 15 as well. And oh, oh the last chapter, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I ain't got time. I don't have the time. No, not for Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. Yeah, but if you haven't played Final Fantasy 15, I really recommend you do it now that it's on Game Pass. Um, isn't also um. What's the hospital game that's coming out? Like theme park worlds, but with a hospital. What's Possibly, I think there's other Game Pass games. Called? Um, I I forget what it's called. I know the exact game you're talking about. They literally tweeted this out like 30 minutes ago. Two so. point hospital. That's yeah, I'm pretty to, sure that's also coming to Game, game Pass. Yeah. But I don't know when. Wait, let me find the details because otherwise it's gonna bug me. February 25th. Um, that comes okay. to Game Pass the day and date. So that's February twenty fifth. That comes to Game Pass as well. Crash, I want us to do a segment where we with Game Pass, where we go through either Game Pass or something, and we both play a game from Game Pass, and we come back and we talk about it. We could do that. I feel like oh, a weekly a, segment. A weekly segment. Obviously, PS okay. I Love You do something similar, but they don't have Game Pass. They just pick it from the store because they get codes for everything. We can't afford that. We broke. So we'll do we'll do we'll games do, from. Like okay. I feel like, and will we come back and we like report that we played this game and. It was Our good or it was and bad. And and it. It doesn't have do to we do it with the newer games? No, so we the do it with whatever, whatever's anything? on Game Pass. We can pick whatever. Okay. We can pick do whatever we, we, we do want. the same game? No, no, different or games. Or different games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. They're going to start right. an Xbox podcast so we can steal from them. It's fine. Okay. So we got to get right. ahead of the curve before they come out. Got it. Exactly. All right. You see where I'm going. You see where I'm going. All right. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Crash, what you got to plug this week? Uh, myxboxme.com. We're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. If you haven't gone and checked it out, I really recommend you do so. And the YouTube page. If you guys aren't subscribed to that YouTube page, I swear I'm going to steal your phone and rate us on iTunes if you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also find Gresh at twitch.tv slash Kreshnik. 
Um, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. The big thing I'm pushing at the moment is I put out a little music video uh, that you may or may not have seen. Um, kind of blew up my Twitter. It probably didn't blow up yours. But yeah, it's sitting at like 5.2k on YouTube, on uh, Twitter alone. You can get it on YouTube as well. Um, I'm going for the kind of funny up-and-comer program. It's not out yet. You cannot nominate me yet or anything like that. But I wanted to get ahead of the curve and uh, let people know who I am. And uh, you'll understand that if you if you listen to the song. So go check it out. I'd love your feedback. Um, and if you want to see more, let me know. Hayley wants to do a whole EP. So, so yeah, don't, don't let her down. Don't let her down. I'm, I'm not down for a whole EP, though, Gresh. I'm not down. Uh, Why not? You'd kill too it. Too much. Yeah, too Hottest much. mixtape. Hottest mixtape in the world. Um, yeah. The other thing I'll promote is um, my Twitch, which kind of my Twitch and my YouTube, where I'm doing tip videos now or every Saturday morning. Um, I've put out two so far. The, the response to them have been really good. People seem to be finding them very uh, helpful. Um, they're, they're, they're aimed at streamers and they're aimed at content creators. They're, they're sort of labeled as streamers because that's how SEO works. But... If you're someone who's even thinking about coming, becoming a content creator or has done and fell off, I would say to check it out. You would, you're going to learn something yeah. from it, if I'm being honest. Uh, Crash helped me pin, uh, pen out the lot next three videos, I think. Um, but yeah, we've got five tips to help you grow on Twitch, which that's not only for Twitch, that's across all platforms. Uh, and then we've got five uh, mistakes streamers make. Uh, 2020 edition as well they're both they're both doing really well um, some people are getting angry at me for what i'm saying they don't like i, I saw that um, <laughs> don't like what i'm saying i don't really care you're wrong um again i've been doing this long enough i love it when in their twitch bio is um made over 1k on twitch and i was just like oh that's gross so you think you're big because you've made a thousand pound on twitch okay okay sure but yeah, and obviously, last but not least, patreon.com slash mcfixer. I was also, again, I'm plugging a lot this week. I don't usually plug this long, ever. Um, I've done a couple of podcasts. I want to give a shout out to the John, uh, John O'Peck. Um, I did the Putting in the Work podcast, where we spoke about my Xbox and me, the up-and-comer program, myself, my journey, what it's like to be a full-time content creator and not make money, um, stuff like that. And I did the Boss Rush Games podcast, where we spoke about a bit of everything as well. So, yeah. Go check them out if you enjoy what I do. Mm. So, yeah, maybe mm. we'll get maybe we'll get Corey on there one day from Bosch. Oh, uh, fix! I, I think you're starting to become a sellout. A sellout. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of self promo there. I don't Pretty usually sure do it. I don't usually do it. In my defense. Yeah, that's why you're starting to become a sellout. Next week is going to be even more stuff. He's going to get rid of the whole dashboard segment. It's just going to be him for a self promo. <laughs> Guys. Let's just go to twitch.tv slash mcfixer and uh, youtube.com slash mcfixer and yeah, no, no. Uh, Thank you all for listening though. Uh, feedback's always welcome and until next time, I will love you, leave you and see you all later. Goodbye. Bye.